Hi, and welcome to the Comfort Watch Podcast, where we talk about all the things we watch and sometimes do, sometimes eat, and all the things that keep us comfy, cozy, warm, those good feelings. My co-host. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were looking at me. <laughs> my co-host is here giving me a big smile because she's proud of me for doing the intro on my own. My co-host Elizabeth is here with me. I'm Chrissy. I'm Elizabeth. And we're so excited for the first episode of Comfort Watch Podcast. Full transparency, this is our second attempt at recording a first episode because we are, we've are we been out of the podcast game for a while and it's just nerve-wracking. Yeah, there's going to be a lost episode, like, you know, an album that a band recorded when they were on too much drugs and just couldn't release. That's our first episode. One day, maybe it'll come out. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be a Patreon if, you know, anyone ever wants to pay for content we decided to delete. Or it'll just, like, live in the ether, like, Taylor Swift lore of, like, what was that other Willow Vale or whatever it was going to be called? Yes. Woodvale. Or, or that Karma album. Everyone said that yeah. it was supposed to be called Karma and it never came out. It's our karma. This is our karma. We're just going into this again with good energy, good vibes. It's a rainy day outside. I love that it's raining. Most people complain about that. The rain's only a reason to get warm and, and and soft things. That's true. This would normally be a day when I would just put on TV, just binge watch whatever I wanted. But as you know, I have a 10-month-old baby at home. So the only thing we binge watch is Miss Rachel live streams <laughs> on YouTube and weird British uh, nursery rhymes that he is absolutely obsessed with. But I wanted to share something that happened to me this week. And I th- we talked we talked briefly on it, and it was a really big deal for me. What was it? I was mammed. Oh no! Yes, I was so upset. So I was out walking my son, and the kids were coming out of school, which I didn't understand. Like I never realized how early school ends for I children. Know. It's like I basically know. noon that it ends. But I was going for a walk, and all of a sudden, this little girl shouts at me from a school bus. I thought it was going to, like, be something terrible. (laughs) Or, like, you know, they give the peace sign or, like, the toot toot. Yeah. Honk your horn thing. Yeah. But she just yells, have a beautiful day, ma'am. And at first, I thought, wow, what a polite child. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, who the hell does she think she's talking to? (laughs) I am not a ma'am. I'm barely a miss. But that just put me in my place so fast Mm -hmm. and i just i've been stewing over it for a little while i mean you're coming up to the big three five birthday i don't want to talk about it okay we can talk i don't want we can talk about i don't want to talk about it okay i don't know how i feel about it i so you know some people say like you know i still feel like in my i'm in my 20s i don't feel like i'm in my 20s i'm i'm weathered i'm worn i've i've seen some shit but i'm also 12 yes yeah i like i want to learn about space and eat candy but i also just i, I want to have a heating pad on my neck you know <laughs> you're a 12 year old who pulled their neck out looking at space yeah exactly i don't feel like i'm 22 it's not like no oh, i feel like i i still have this youthful no i don't have the energy i don't have the just the audacity of a 22 year old no i've I'm, i've aged but yeah. mentally i'm somewhere in between being a child in overalls and an old lady in, in overalls in, in hopefully more expensive overalls. I will definitely dive into my feelings towards the youth uh, eventually, but I'm, well, I mean, I think I am today by being called ma'am. 
Yes. What polite children there are. I just needed to share, and I felt like this was a very safe space to do so. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for holding the space mm-hmm. for me to say my truth. So we wanted this episode to be like a, a get to know you through our favorite comfort habits, comfort picks, comfort listens, comfort everything. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually moving forward, we'll be talking about specific movies, specific TV shows, watching some of your favorite comfort watches, mm-hmm. which we've already gotten some great feedback on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you're not following us, it's at Comfort Watch Pod on Instagram and Tiki Talkie. Mm-hmm. Let's just start with you know, the big guns. Are you ready for this? You want to dive right in? (laughs) Yeah, sure. How big are the guns? Let's soft launch into it. (laughs) What is the movie that you think you could say every single line to? Like if I put it on, Mm -hmm. you would be just bit bopping, chitty chattering the whole way through. I have a few. I'll allow it. So I'm someone who, if I like a song, it's on repeat. Same. It's on repeat for weeks. Same. And sometimes it's just like no other song will, will fit the vibe. If I like a movie, I will watch it on repeat. Oh, still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes it's just like that movie just fit the mood I'm in. And I will just put it back on. And then the next day I'll still be in that mood. But when I was younger, uh, I spent a lot of time alone. <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> I was bullied really bad. Oh. So I spent a lot of time by myself. And I had particular movies that I just just got lost in. I'm ready to hear. So one, and it's one that we probably will be covering soon, is Fifty First Date. Like every word. Okay, so this is when you were saying bullied. I pictured you maybe much younger. We should no. back this up by saying we we grew up together in a sense. Yeah. One could yes. say in a sense, in, in a, a literal sense. sense, but not in a memory sense. No, different high schools, but um, we've known each other since we were tiny, tiny, tiny tot. But when did we part ways school-wise? I left in the fifth grade. Okay. So, spoiler, I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> and I will always hold that over her. Um, so I was in the fourth grade. That's when you were cool, though. Oh, I was I was valedictorian in grade eight. There know? were 130 kids at the school. There was 18 people in my graduating class, which was the largest graduating class in about a decade. Yes, we'll have to dive into our elementary school, but it was the smallest, tiniest school. Mm-hmm. And now it's abandoned, and there's like a, it's on like an abandoned website where they show photos I know. where it's like graffitied and there's paper everywhere. It's so sad. But you were king of the kids, and then it kind of just went on a different path in high school. So that's when Fifty First Dates came out. Fifty First Dates came out. Yeah. Well, I was still I was still riding high in high school, and that came out because I did see it with my boyfriend. Oh my god, this is such yeah. an issue. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't have one. I barely ever had one. I was in a serious monogamous on my end relationship <laughs> from grade nine through to grade twelve. Well, the not, whole time. Not, not through the end of grade twelve. Oh. Two weeks into grade nine, and then the summer before grade twelve, it turns out. He had a different idea of what, you know, being monogamous was. I mean, I guess. it's a hard word. When you're in high school, it's a hard word to yes, define. Yes, we were 17, and um, it ruined my life, but... <laughs> Could you imagine if Taylor Swift was around when you were going through that? I've Yeah, I have no idea. I, Who you could have been. You know what? The song Fix You was out, and that was enough. I've never loved anyone ever again. <laughs> <laughs> She's married. <Yes. laughs> 
A part of me did die that day, but we don't talk about her, but she loved Fifty First Date. I still love that movie. Another movie that's complete opposite of the spectrum, similar, same star though. Okay. Scream. Oh. <laughs> the first one, Drew Barrymore. Is Making popcorn. Yeah, I can tell you every word. I can tell you all the ins and outs. Do you want to share with the listeners what you just did to commemorate the latest Scream movie? So, <laughs> Scream 6 just came out. And um, I designed uh, sweaters, like shirts with like a 90s design um, with Matthew Willard on them. A king. Love Matthew Willard. I, yeah, I made sweaters and I wore them to, to the movies. My Our, our other mutual friend um, is a super mom. And of course, super moms have crickets. Yeah. And some other kind of machine. She ma- can make shirts, you know, as all moms can. And uh, she made us matching shirts. You went to dinner and then you... We went yeah. out to, Yeah, I went to dinner and then the waitress went, you guys have any plans tonight? And I said, I don't know if you saw our shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we do have... Pl- we happen to have plans. So, yeah, we... Uh, I love... I love the Scream series, but Scream 1, obviously, is arguably... What, what were your one. parents just thinking when they're like, Vito, she's in the basement watching Scream again. (laughs) This is a beautiful thing about my parents, and I'll always love them for this. They never censored anything I watched. I was, when I got to school and some kids were like, oh, I'm not allowed to watch The Simpsons. I was like, it's a cartoon. What do you mean? They don't even swear. I couldn't understand it. But I saw Scream when it came out. And if you do the math, I was seven. Wow. In theaters? Or VHS. They they rented it and brought it home. I spent a, a lot of time under the blanket with my fingers over my ears, but I grew to have more affection for it over time. But it's why I, I grew up loving movies like Muriel's Wedding. Yeah. And knowing when she said that there was lipstick on her husband's penis, I knew what that meant. Even I didn't. at like five years old. I probably thought, how did that happen? The poor guy. Is <laughs> yeah. an accident? Someone trip and fall? Yeah, so, oh, and we we definitely, we'll do one day, we'll do Muriel's wedding. Oh, we, yeah. We always thought that sex caused cancer because of Rhonda. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. We both thought that as children. But it's because our parents would never restricted us. They were yeah. like, you can watch this movie even if this woman has a threesome and then gets cancer. Or they would just say, like, a blanket. You know that you shouldn't say anything that's been said beyond this house, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Absolutely. And I think in the, like, you know, in my development, that was the least harmful thing they could have done to me. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, here's an escape was the yeah. healthiest thing they ever did for you, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else? What else you got? What was my third one? Oh, so these are going to come up a couple times, though, on these questions. But oddly enough, my third one is Something's Gotta Give. Oh. I have a thing for old lady movies. Yes. I mean... I would say not even old lady movies, beautiful movies. Beautiful movies, but I mean movies where old people fall in love specifically. In a beautiful setting. <laughs> like beautiful home decor, Nancy Meyers kitchens. Yes. That's what I say is a beautiful movie. That's true. And that movie is beautiful. And I think it's, so there's a few movies that have put it in my brain that not only am I supposed to be from New England, that but that maybe I am. I truly believe I'm supposed to live Somewhere along the East Coast. Pack your white turtleneck. Pack your, you know, white pants. Go stand by the sea. Mm-hmm. Keanu. Yes. Which I also love. Like, as much as I, you know, you root for, you know, her and, 
and him to be together. Like Keanu's, I think it's hot. He likes an older lady. Yeah. He li- and he likes her for her mind. What's that? He's like, you're so talented. I love your plays. Oh, and I love Keanu. I mean. Big Keanu girl. I just watched all of. <laughs> John Wick. John Wick's. I love them. I love Keanu. I say this all the time. I really thought that in our year 2023, there'd be more Keanu's and Shania's bopping around, mm-hmm. like in the world. I thought mm-hmm. Keanu was going to be like <laughs> Oliver, Henry, Keanu. Yeah. I thought they'd be all like, you know, Keanu are. That's true. I've never, yeah, no one's I've ever met said another this is one. Keanu. I've met a little Shania once. You have? I have. That's beautiful. Good it was. Them. Those are solid picks. Yeah, I need to know yours. I want to guess, though. No, no I don't you wanna... saw it. Did you see my no, paper? I didn't, no, I didn't see it. Okay, well, you can guess. You're going to guess the first one. Well, is it your... Co- I don't know, actually. It's my everything movie. It's like the movie that is in the fiber of my soul. Pride and Prejudice? No, no what is close. It? Little Women, 1994. Oh, that might... That's might be... That's pretty close to being on my list of things I can repeat. Yeah. That movie... There's something I remember watching. It came out, yeah, 94, so I was six or seven. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, I want to, like, I still listen to the soundtrack. I want to. I want to die of tuberculosis. <laughs> she had scarlet fever, <laughs> which I ended up having later on in life. I did have, I remember I had that too as a child, and I sobbed because I was like, I'm going to die like Beth. My mom's like, that was a long time ago. Yeah. We have antibiotics now. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, I mean, if you're, you should know, this should be like required watching. Mm-hmm. It's Winona Ryder, Susan Sarandon, who is the best marmy. Yeah. Don't love even. Laura Dern, but don't even get me started. She's not a marmy. Did we go see Little Women 2015? Was it? 19? 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it like drifts out. I know. <laughs> Several times in theaters. Yes, I did. Did yeah. I enjoy it? Yes. But is it as good as 1994? Absolutely not. No. It gave me one of the strongest relationships of my life, which is Christian Bale. Mm. One-sided. When I put that movie on, you either need to know that I am doing very well yeah, or very poorly. <laughs> yeah, There is no in-between. Or it's Christmas. That's what I'm saying. I put it in my Christmas movie catalog. There is. I still, I would say that this is a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but I would also say because it gives us multiple years, multiple seasons, it's an everyday movie. My other pick was Now and Then. Oh, which yeah. is Good just one. I want to revisit it, but I also don't because I don't want time to change. Mm. Like it's been a few years since I I rewatched it, but I don't want to find something that I don't love about it. I will say I watched it maybe a year or two ago. And held up in every way. Brendan Fraser's in it, oh, and he's hot. Oh my god! When people are like him in the Mummy, no, no, him in Now and Then so good i don't even know if he's credited he's so hot in that movie i don't know it's so brief uh and also my namesake chrissy not who i was named after she's dead i know in the jeep so also another thing you'll get to know about me and elizabeth we're like old italian women if someone dies we're gonna tell you about it oh my god and we <laughs> love bad news we love, love bad, bad news. news we love a dark fact mm-hmm. get ready for that but i think now and then is really the answer to, well, so I'd never seen Stand By Me before. Yeah. And then my husband wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh, so this is your now and then. Yeah. But not as good. Not nearly as good. How, how cute. To me, more flawless. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in that movie. Christina Ricci, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Rita Wilson, great. 
She went a little kooky after, but she's great. Yeah, she's fine. Melanie Griffith. Fantastic. Amazing. Did you say Rosie O'Donnell? I oh. didn't, but I I mean. Uh, you know we're Rosie fans. Huge. Huge Rosie fans. Rosie is great, but Rosie in film, next level. Oh. Those are my two. I think there are some other like contenders for I could do every single line, but mm. those ones I could confidently go word for word. There's movies I feel like I've lost over time. Like at one point in my life, again, I'm pretty sure it was when I was basically homeschooled because I was bullied so bad. I watched Murder Ball a lot. Did you ever see Murder Ball? No. Chris Klein, LL Cool J, Stamos, but I think while she was still Stamos, maybe after she was Stamos. I watched it. I could have, at that point in my life, done every word to that movie. That's, I mean, I think the makers of Murder Ball would be very happy and, and privileged to hear that, that. That one human being remembers that movie was made? It wasn't, it's not even me. Yeah. <laughs> that one person watches it. They get their 50 cent residual check mm-hmm. from you watching their movie. It was when roller derby was really popular. And, you know, some people went ahead and made Whip It, and then some people made Murder Ball. I didn't even know what, like, I, I'm going to have to lightly Google this movie because <laughs> I don't want to watch it. It's a fever dream. I don't even know if it happened for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Those are our picks, which I think say a lot about us right off the top. So when you need comfort, like a common time you need comfort, and you know when we were younger, it used to be Price is Right and stuff like that. So what do you watch when you're you're sick? Okay, so this is when I think we debated on whether or not I was actually going to talk about this movie because it's a little dark. Yes. Sicario. Yes. I don't know what it is about this movie, but I watch it way too many times to be healthy Mm -hmm. like i watch it when i'm sick i watch it when like there's just free two hours i watch Mm -hmm. it all the time it's just so freaking good having watched it recently i do not understand i do not understand it's dark it i was just like so no one ends up nothing good happens no any anyone nothing good why did they even need to involve her just to ruin her life? Well, she's the moral compass of the movie. And then they ruin her, but everything. I don't like that movie. It made me sad. I love it. I know you do. Here's another one for you. What? Which we just, I told you about this story recently. Troy. Oh, yeah. So Troy was a two-disc DVD set. Mm-hmm. And I watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'll still watch it. And when I was in university, I was like, I'm going to take classics because I need to fill some space and... They're going to talk about mythology. Mm -hmm. So I looked on my syllabus one day and they were like, we're going to talk about the movie Troy. I was like, great, I'm in. This is the only way I'm going to go to any class before 10 a.m. I sit down and the first thing the TA says is, this movie is everything that's wrong with Hollywood adapting classics. And I grabbed my backpack and I walked out. (laughs) Good day to you, sir. I will not be party to this slander. (laughs) I just, like, I want to watch beautiful, golden, sweaty men. Mm-hmm. Like, we have Eric Bana. We have Garrett Hedlund. We've got Brad Pitt. Surprisingly, I don't love Brad Pitt in an action movie role. Hmm. But I love a Brad Pitt. Okay, what's your favorite Brad Pitt? Oh, my God. Legends of the Fall. Okay. I don't even know if I've ever seen that. Oh, my God. I need to see it. I'm sorry. We're going to watch okay. it. We're going oh, we're we're gonna gonna to watch it. Watch and you're going to love it. Um... <laughs> It's just so good. Like, do I believe that everyone wants to fight over Diane Kruger? Absolutely not. No. Do I believe it could have been six hours and I would have watched all of it? Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. My third pick, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Best soundtrack, best plot, best fight scene. All Everybody's already established. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the letdown of how things end. Like, if you're going to be sick, be sick in Middle Earth. <laughs> we So, huge Lord of the Rings fan. Huge. Big part of my life in high school. Used to have, I used to draw pictures of Samwise. Uh, <laughs> I used to write things like Chrissy Gamgee on things. I used to. <laughs> I didn't know that! Yeah, you did! Well, you know the next part. I used to go into um, chat rooms where people pretended to be in Lord of the Rings, and my handle was the Jolly Halfling. <laughs> Crying. I, I would enter the chat and be like, the Jolly Halfling orders a pint. And they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Chrissy Gamgee. Oh, my God. I, I, I was delusional. I thought I was going to marry Samwise. Out of everybody in that movie, I'm crying. <laughs> Out of everybody in that movie, Viggo Mortensen, Orlando no. Bloom. Oh, no. Uh, the Dominic Monaghan. Pippin was like up there for me, but no one else. Like, oh my god! I like Billy Boyd. I thought he was cute, but no man. Me and Sean Astin, Fifty First Dates. Oh yeah, love Sean Astin. Huge, huge, big Sean Astin fan. Watched many horrible movies because you know he's obviously in something, but he's kind of a B actor. So I've seen a lot of made for TV. Sean Astin work because I love him so much. Oh God, Chrissy Gamgee! That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get me through so many times in my life now. Wow, I I love Lord of the Rings too, but I would skip the Two Towers if I was. Gonna, I can't. I, that's the I I think it's the worst one. Lots of trees talking. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm good. Fellowship always. No, we're not. We're not moving plot. We're just setting up everything. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'd like to hear yours. What are you watching when you're sick? Okay. So I also have weird ones. They aren't my favorite movies, but they're the movies I watch when I'm sick. So or when I'm like. Yeah. yeah there's no. Exp- there's no reasons why. This is just no. the heart wants what it wants. So the first one is. Passengers. Mm-hmm. Like Murderball, I'm probably the only person who remembers that movie, knows it exists. It's the one, it, it basically was the beginning of the end for the public opinion of Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because he was, was his at one his, song. That was at his height. And then everyone was like, did he cheat with Jennifer Lawrence? I definitely think you can see this kind of, like when you watch press from that time, I'm not saying it's reciprocated from her. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her. Mm-hmm. I, but I definitely see you can see something in him that loves being with her. Mm-hmm. Poor Anna Ferris. Yeah. But whatever. I'm sure she's better without that guy. He's a I mean, a... everything works out the way it's supposed to work out. Talk about cheating rumors to fuel press for a movie, right? <laughs> I mean, we're in it kind of right now yeah, with the Sydney the Sweeney, Glenn Powell. Mm-hmm. We were gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. This was kind of the same. Yeah. It was because the movie... Mm-hmm not good no do I, I but i love it i absolutely love it i know what happens there's no suspense for me there's almost no dialogue no i've never seen it How, most of the movie chris pratt's by himself well there's a robot michael sheehan shannon i don't know his name who's the one that's always with beautiful women even though he's michael not, sheehan yeah 
he's a he's a robot who has no legs um so there's conversation with him i guess but there's very little dialogue and it's just in a spaceship there's not really anything going on and similarly the other movie i watch is the martian people spending long the martian. time the martian the starring matt damon so i saw it in theaters the woman in front of us turned to her her friend and said i didn't know we actually went to mars <laughs> I didn't know this actually happened. And I was like, that's because it didn't, honey. It's because it didn't happen. That's a movie that we're watching. And every time anything happens, you go, oh, my God. No, it's it didn't actually happen to this guy. But everyone's fine. Matt Damon's fine. That's another movie that I haven't really watched. And by really watch, I mean haven't watched it at all. <laughs> you don't like space. I don't like space. So and I don't, I don't blame really you. like Matt Damon's not my Bostonian. I don't like Matt Damon, but I love The Martian. I don't know why. I've always loved space movies. That's always been my jam. And something about it is comforting. Did you to mean me. to say like Space Jam? <laughs> I love Space Jam. <laughs> I thought that you were being funny. No. And then, so my third one's a little bit different, but also kind of on this almost sci-fi realm is age of adeline oh oh yeah you go so hard for this movie i love this movie it actually like helped me with a big project at work and i showed it as an example of what i needed a video to become and then it did become like it but i showed them the example it went all the way up to like the director they all agreed with me and i was like it has to be like age of adeline this movie's beautiful like and I was like, listen to the listen to the soundtrack. Listen, look at the visuals. Look at the the tone. We of, need Blake Lively. Yeah, we gotta get Blake Lively to be on our tourism video for the city. But it's I love that movie. Again, don't really like Blake Lively. She's okay. I mean, she's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Gorgina. I, everyone else yeah. holds that movie for her, yeah. And if no one could tell Blake Lively that we said that, that'd be great. No, because Taylor Swift still needs to be our friend. Yeah. <laughs> if she knows we don't like her friend. Just we in love, that role. Yeah. Sure. I love Sister of the Traveling Pants. Great. She's a great Bridget. Bridget, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. No, Taylor Swift, we love you, and we love all your friends, and we're willing to hang out anytime. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to move on to, this is a big question. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed to watch one TV show for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Are ours the same? Can we three, two, one it? Or did you pick a different one than me? I did, but I picked two. <laughs> I picked two, two. Okay. Should we do three, <laughs> two, one? one. Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Absolutely. 110,000%. There's so much to choose from. Like, this is back when there were 24 episode seasons. Yeah, you can't pick something from now when there's six episodes a season. No. Absolutely not. Not at all. No, because there's actually shows I've threw more times, but it's because there's six or ten episodes and you can hit them way faster. Yeah. I think one day we'll do many more deep dive episodes about oh. it. But we could sit on this Gilmore Girls for a, a long time. Yeah, I think there's just some like comfort of nostalgia with Gilmore Girls and Stars Hollow. Obviously, the writing is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. I remember when you would buy the DVDs, there was a little booklet in them that mm-hmm. would walk you through every reference because I was, I didn't know shit. I was what? I was young when this came out. I don't even... When did it start? I feel like it was 2000 maybe? When did Gilmore... It's definitely a post 9-11 world. Maybe 99. 2000. There you go. Okay, so pre-9-11 Pre-9-11. But it was one of those shows that did not acknowledge it. No. But amazing. Love that show. I do too. It's... It's the perfect thing to turn your brain off to. Absolutely. I think my other choice, though, and probably my favorite TV show of all time is The Mindy Project. Mm -hmm. It's funny. 
it's so romantic. I agree. I Danny Castellano. Danny Castellano. I don't like a short man, but I love him. I'm, I'm just going to say this because not that he's listening, but my husband's not, I wouldn't say short, but I no. love a, I love a pocket prince. I know you love a pocket prince. Your husband's not short. They he have the best personalities. Not, he's not your... Ladies, if you're going to go for someone, go for a short king. Mm-hmm. They'll treat you well. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Can't say. But if they're anything like Danny Castellano, you go in. Guns a blazing. Well, he, but he's such a tough... It's like as soon as he got her, though, he's such a dick about we it. We had to move plot, Chrissy. I know. Well, that's the thing is if your two favorite characters get together in season two, guess what? They're breaking up or the show ends. Even though we just said how much I love Gilmore Girls because there's so much to choose from, every TV show should be just three seasons long. I agree. Set it up, get them together, wind it down. Because mm-hmm. season two is always the height of every show. Everything. Of every show. Everything. But Mindy Project is one that no matter how many times I see it, I laugh out loud easily i don't know where they came up with it you know i don't know tracy wigfield mindy kaling their minds amazing beautiful minds it doesn't always work every time they do it no yeah we're not talking about champs no maybe another podcast we'll talk about champs no well so my second show was one that i don't even think you've seen (laughs) no and i actually didn't even write it down but pacey witter is my dream Teenager. (laughs) (laughs) By the end, he's 24 or something, I think. (laughs) What do you think? It's not weird because I was a teenager too. Yeah. It's not weird. I still watch it in Swoon and it's like, oh, he's supposed to be 16. Oh my God. (laughs) No, but that is kind of like the euphoria problem too, right? They're Mm -hmm. adults playing teens. Yeah. So you don't want to be like, wow, that teen's so hot. Yeah. I mean, you were a teen when this show came out. Yeah, and I would have grown old with Joshua Jackson as well. Like I didn't need him as. You still could. I option still no. His wife is so beautiful. I know, but I mean, maybe platonically. Wait wait till he sees and gets a hold of me. (laughs) Chrissy Gamgee. Hi, I'm Chrissy Gamgee. Chris Gamgee. Gamgee. (laughs) Anything to do with me? Oh God, no. Dawson's Creek never really. Did it for me. I know someone who used to write Dawson's Creek fan fiction on Live Journal. It just never hit for me. See, I never watched One Tree Hill. I oh. never watched Gossip Girl. Never watched Gossip Girl. No, I was. I think for, is it weird? I'm like I was too old for Gossip Girl. But there were streams, right? Like I yeah. was never an OC girl. Oh, I was. But I was a One Tree Hill girl. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with the Risk Kids. I was like, give me a small town. <laughs> That's where I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess I guess Dawson's Creek is in a small town. Yes, it's in I was like Dawson's Creek, Massachusetts. It's, but it's not North Carolina, right? Well, it was filmed in North Carolina. As, okay, as was uh, One Tree Hill. That's right. That's why I thought of it. Um, but it's supposed to be in Cape Side, Massachusetts, which is not a real place. It's not. No. Nope. Oh. Or else I would go there all the time. So, and that was a different time. Like I think wasn't there like a, a storyline with someone dating a teacher? Pacey Witter. Oh, it was. <laughs> and that was like season one. Like they think they were supposed to be 15 or 16. Wow. Yeah. And he was all like, you guys aren't having sex? Like I'm having sex with this teacher. Oh my God. <laughs> like that is so illegal. Oh my God. Great show. This was my question. Yes. Okay. So I feel like sometimes when people talk about what their favorite movie is, there's like a favorite movie that you're really comfortable telling people is your favorite movie. And then... There's actually what your favorite movie is. I think we've moved past this space to like just be like, this is my favorite movie, take it or leave it. Yeah. But was there ever one that you were like, I tell people it's blank, it's really blank. I think I've had the same favorite movie for so many years that it's no longer my favorite movie Mm -hmm. and I just have to 
come to terms with that. So my favorite movie that I've always said is Garden State. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Seen it a thousand times. But as time has gone on and I have, you know, watched it less and less. And also every time I watch it, I like it a little bit less. Interesting. So that's usually my my party line is I, it's, it's Garden State. But my actual favorite movie, if I had to like, the movie that brings me the most joy is Twister. <laughs> I have one question about Garden State. What because I've only seen this once. Okay. But it's kind of in the height of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl era. Yes. So when you say I love Garden State, are you ever like conscious of the fact of like what it might be saying about your personality? Like it was kind of hipstery, right? Yes. And I was very into an indie twill. I loved all that shit. I was all about like 500 Days of Summers when I actually rewatched recently and liked it less than I normally mm. do. One reason is because they say the word slut quite a bit. Oh. And I was like, not not even from like a woke that didn't age well, but like, why was that? Why are you calling people that in a rom-com? Yeah. And it made it feel, I think they say skank a bunch too. It's, it's odd. Like, it was very much either she's everything he wanted or she's a slut. And I that was like really rubbed me the wrong way. And Garden State uh, really was a bit like that. But the thing is, though Natalie Portman's character is supposed to kind of be Manic Pixie Dream Girlish, she has epilepsy. She's a lot more real. Her family's kind of like they're hoarders. They have a million dogs. They're hamsters. They have hamsters everywhere, and they just randomly die. Quirky. It was the, the quirky girl. It was girl. quirky, but it, they, she wasn't perfect. Her hair right. was always curly and in a a ponytail and. She never looked put together. Her clothes looked very normal. But it's Natalie Portman. She can wear... Oh, she's stunning. Yeah. She also looked very young. Like, he always seemed older. A little bit of a view into his future relationships. But he seemed a little more... He seemed too much for her. Yeah, I know it was a very indie movie. But I, I do love indie movies. That's fair. I feel like since then, Zach Braff has made more movies that are trying a little too hard. And I haven't liked them, but that movie was like, I think that is like his purest work. And ever since then, he's been like trying to catch that and it's just not as good. Well, how do you follow something that was so big, right? Oh, even the, the soundtrack was one of, like, the, one of the best selling albums, I think, of the year or something. Like I had it. I, li- I still listen to it. I love that movie, but it's not... It's not my favorite. Twister is. Twister is my favorite movie. Which we've had many conversations about because I remember being shown Twister um, by a babysitter Mm -hmm. and have a terrified, like I'm terrified of tornadoes. Mm -hmm. Like out of all the weather, which I'm afraid of weather, uh, tornadoes are probably up there because of that movie. Yeah. Whereas I, you can actually sign up for like storm chasing tours. No. Where they put you in like a cube van and drive you around. I can't, my heart is racing. No, what a horrible way to die. Cause you're in a cube van? <laughs> in a cube van in Kansas somewhere. But I am obsessed with tornadoes. And there's going to be a new twister. And if they mess it up, I'm going to be very upset. But I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I love that movie. Cause it's a just, it's. I always like disaster movies, but that one is realistic. Disaster movies in the 90s, especially the late 90s, were really like, everybody was making one. Everyone oh. and their mother was like, sign me up for yeah. disaster. Volcanoes. Comets. Asteroids. Oh, comets. Love, um, Com- asteroids, I guess. Oh, there's actually... Deep Impact is a Deep comet? Impa- no, Deep Impact. 
somehow is a comet. It doesn't really work. I don't know. From a space dork, it doesn't really make any sense. But yes. Yeah. Um, and I we watched Armageddon like a few weeks ago. Oh, still amazing. Heart-wrenching. I didn't even realize. The first half is a slapstick comedy. Yes. And the second half is this like emotional. Changes on a dime. It's But it's so good. <laughs> I'm going to say Bruce Willis's best work. Absolutely. And I know now you can't really talk shit about Bruce Willis. Like, I hope he's doing good. That was his, that I, yeah, that was his glory days. That makes you like him. It seems like he had more of a heart than in other movies. I think like Bruce Willis in the father role anyways is, is good. But Ben mm-hmm. Affleck. That became that began a love affair for me mm. with Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. I'll save that for our <laughs> space episode. <laughs> Comfort watch pod in space. That's right. Galactic pew pew. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the one that you tell people you like? Okay, so for a long time, I was really embarrassed by what I love about movies. So I would say that Closer is my favorite movie. Which I, I have, do, I have I closer do on love, this list in other ways, yeah. Which I do love that movie. Yeah. I think, like, it was one of the first movies where I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked about this. That, Clive have, Owen. One day we have, have to do that movie. But Clive yeah. Owen, after a shower. Barefoot. Barefoot in jeans. Walking downstairs. Ooh. Sexual awakening. I, and he's like, and where did it, where yeah. did he do it? Did he do this? Thank oh. you. Thank you for your honesty. Now, fuck off and die, you fucked up slag. That's my favorite. favorite. Oh. And, I, and I do love it, but I think I, I purposely hid how much I love Little Women, mm. which is my favorite. And another movie that I... It's funny that you said 50, 50 Days... What is it? 50 First Dates? 50 Days <laughs> 50 of days, Summer? 50 Days of Shade. Yes. 50 Shades of Summer. Yeah. Because... The Wedding Singer is one of my favorite mm, movies. Yeah. Was I disappointed when my husband didn't sing to me that song at our wedding? Yes. A little bit. Yeah. But I love that movie so much. And you you uh, made sure he had his fake pie from Hook. From Hook. And you wrote a poem and that motherfucker didn't sing. But like that movie, which is um, another question coming up, is one that I love. But I feel like it says something about how serious you are as like a film person or a mm-hmm. film lover if it's not something really dramatic. Yeah, I used to be very pretentious about movies. Love, like, could say every word and not another teen movie, but I would never tell anybody right. that. But yeah, close. I actually had a closer poster on my wall Ooh, for most of high school. Good choice. And I thought like, I'm so fucking smart. I'm yeah. smarter than everyone. I mean, it's not like the play, but it's <laughs> great for film. Yeah. I was like that. I watched a lot of indie movies. I remember renting like, have you ever seen the movie Elephant? Yes. And Brick. And Never like, Brick. they're just like sad indie movies that are hard to watch or um, Squid and the Whale. But that's what being you like, felt. I'm so fucking cool. I'm serious. Yeah. Same way yeah. with people are with books, right? It's like, I don't read Chicklet. I yeah. read whatever. Yeah, as I have the newest, I know, that's Emily, why I, the newest Emily Henry book on my table That's right why now. I, I thought of it. But I think I was really insecure about telling people my favorite things for a while because I yeah. thought they would just dismiss me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, no, let me, do you have 20 minutes? Actually, do you have two hours? Let me explain to you why Little Women is the best yeah. movie of all time. It also depended if you were talking to men because I'd be like, yeah, you'd say a movie that they would like, you know, I'd act like. I had seen Pulp Fiction more than once. Never seen it. Watched it up until the hamburger part. And then mm-hmm. I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Or like, yeah, Big Lebowski. I don't know what Big Lebowski is about. I think you're exactly right talking to men. So now I just don't do that. 
mm-hmm. and am happier with my choices. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your question. Okay. Um, what do you watch when you want to cry? Ooh. Okay. So so since having my son, oh, I'm no. more of an emotional mess. So I don't really like watching movies to cry anymore. No. Whereas before I was like, let's get these tears out, baby. But everything makes you cry now. So everything. This but isn't a good question. <laughs> no. But it's a it's a weird pick. And like I didn't go for something that I want to cry in a devastating way. Yeah. Happy tears, I would say, um, uh, the wedding singer because I cry every time at the ending Aww. but I also cry at the way we were because every time I watch it even as I get older it hits so different mm-hmm. that I'm like I don't even know why I'm crying but I'm crying because it didn't work out I'm crying from what they had like mm-hmm. I just I think it's just such a beautiful movie that it makes me cry all the time I haven't seen it in so long but I love them it's torture couple Hubble was like my top baby name for a long time. Thank really? God I'm not having children because my kids would be named all loads of random shit. I would co-sign that. I mean, <laughs> me and Robert Redford are birthday twins. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So we're cosmically connected. And I just think that's one of his best roles. Like he's just so oh. good. Give me a, put him in a sweater, put mm. him on a beach, put him in a uniform. It has everything. I love that it shows like how they were when they were young too and she's all curly and at college and it's really wild the the ultimate female development for a movie from Mm -hmm. that time period because she just like doesn't straighten her hair she Mm -hmm. goes political she doesn't give a fuck about what he thinks anymore sometimes there's movies that you're like i can't believe that got made then like the graduates one of them for me i'm like i can't believe they made that in the 60s because it could hold up whenever yeah it really can i didn't there's so many things that seemed so backwards or held back and then there's these random movies that just are perfect so what are yours things i watched to cry one a movie that i know you don't like sex in the city one no the first sex in the city i when carrie gets stood up at the wedding and she hugs charlotte and charlotte looks at big and goes no uh, every time when I was in the theater, I audibly went, <laughs> and every time since, and I've seen that movie probably 50 times since then, audibly cry every time. Love it. But I also added some TV shows because there's certain episodes of TV shows I watch oh. when I want to cry. So the Denny episodes of Grey's oh. Anatomy. Oh, yeah, so the end of season two, beginning of season three, Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. Add that to things I can quote off by heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. I mean, throat burning, <laughs> ugly crying. Make sure you're not going anywhere because your mm-hmm. makeup's ruined. More than when George died and they thought Izzy was going to die. Like, no. It was the Denny times. Absolutely. Her best work. And then also season two, the final two episodes of the OC. I don't know these things. So on the OC, do you know any of the characters? I know their names. So Seth Cohen, which is... Andy, what's his name? Adam Brody. I was gonna say yeah, Andy Samberg. Adam Brody. So his dad, Sandy, and his mom, Kirsten. Kirsten becomes an alcoholic, and they all convince her to go to rehab. But then her dad dies, and she just grabs a bottle of vodka and walks away after she finds out. And then Fix You plays. Oh, so it was hitting on multiple levels for yes. you. Yes, and then well, this is how I even found that song because back in the day, like it was kind of hard to find good music and like. Mm. It'd, it'd play in an episode and you'd wait for the credits to see yeah. what the song was. And then the next episode starts with Imogen Heap. And then the, ooh, what you say, shooting scene and that became very famous. And that those two episodes are 
like make me cry every time because I love Sandy Cohen. Or Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher, yeah. I love Peter Gallagher and I feel so much for him. Those are, I mean, not the OC. I don't know why it just never clicked for me, that show. Probably because I was time. resenting beautiful people at a, that time. It's it's not something that I can rewatch all the episodes of. It happened at a time. And like what was funny is I was the exact same age as them, mm. but it felt like a completely different reality. Mm. Like I couldn't imagine being at a party where someone had a gun or even cocaine. Like where, where are they yeah. getting this shit? I guess it's because they're rich. But being the exact same age, it wasn't anything like my life. I wanted to say when we're talking about crying... The last movie that made me cry was After Sun. Mm. Like that was, I cried so hard at that movie that I think I was crying for 20 minutes after the movie ended. Even Matt was crying. We were just like, wow, it's an, it's an indie movie that you'll love. Like it's a really slow burn, but Mm -hmm. I think after, because we had just had a a baby too, we were just like, yeah. Like, so if anyone wants to cry out there. So there's some After movies Sun. I won't watch because the crying is painful. Right. So there's things I'll watch because I know it's it has to be a comfort thing that I right. I like that thing and I know it can get it gets better later, and the and the crying feels safe. Right. Like I'm not watching Green Mile. No. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna cry, but I don't want to. Like I, yeah, that's painful. Like I have a movie I'll never watch ever again. What is it? I've told I've told you this before, haven't I? Everybody's fine. Oh yeah. I cried from the moment the movie started. I, like, it makes me emotional to think about. It's the saddest parts of life. It's, like, literally the saddest things that can just happen to regular people. And it's about, like, your parents losing touch with, like, you and your siblings. And you and your siblings losing touch with each other. And Lots it, of Drew Barrymore on your list. Lots of Drew. She's in everything. I, well, Drew Barrymore's on your list as well. Yeah. It's so strange. But I will never rewatch that movie because the crying was, it was a painful, deep yeah pain mm-hmm. whereas like yeah denny the first time i like it was pain but now 30 times in yeah you know you know what's gonna happen now you're just like what a show mm-hmm. give us snow patrol like what yeah. what a show and you know later he's gonna come back as a ghost and rock her world see i stopped watching Grey's anatomy <laughs> after uh season four. Oh, i was like i felt i got into choice. scandal and i was like i'm out of here like 16 Where, when, seasons ago when shonda leaves i leave <laughs> that's the rule when shonda wherever, leaves i wherever leave. shonda goes you follow you're on bridgerton now that's right i am actually <laughs> i like the next question okay so i wanted to know which show or movie are you excited to show my son max so i don't know if you've ever seen this um my favorite movie as a child and it's because i was a child who loved like fart jokes and poop things and blue humor yeah, and all that dumb stuff. So my favorite movie was Drop Dead Fred. Never seen it. No, because it's like a pranky kind of movie. It's something we used to quote over and over again. It's super slapstick. It's super like over the top, stupid, funny. I've heard of it from um, like How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. I think they covered Did Drop they Dead cover Fred. It? Oh, I got to listen to that episode. But I've never seen it nor I watched it. I recommend it. It is, I think it is super funny it's a weird movie for the time has phoebe cates in it what a deep cut yeah yeah and but phoebe cates isn't in much anymore so it's kind of like true it's like a, a relic well, I, I love it i think the thing that i'm nervous about with showing max anything is the fact that i could give him something so sacred and he'll just be like i don't like it 
right? Mm-hmm. So Hook is definitely really important to us. Ooh. So I think we're excited to show him that. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan for me is just ex- is so special in my life. But I'm definitely so excited for him to have a Harry Potter phase. Like oh. when my nieces got to that part of life, like that's where I was like, I am fully in. Like we can talk all day long about spells and mm-hmm. shit. We can talk about which houses we are. So I'm so excited for him to have a Harry Potter. And obviously we will read the books. Don't worry. <laughs> but I'm excited for him to dive into that world. Interesting. I didn't know you were that into Harry Potter. I think like I love Harry Potter. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. Like I don't I don't want to like take anyone's titles or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I love it. Yeah, I think it's like a fun, safe, dorky thing for your kid to be into. Totally. It's way better than like something you can't Roadblocks relate to. Roadblocks yeah. or whatever they're into. Roadblocks, yeah. It's something I don't know. you can't relate to. Yeah. At least this involves you. What's your son doing? I was just talking about magic again. <laughs> like, that's fine. Okay, this is this was your question. This was my my question. I didn't, I didn't write down a lot of them, but... So, who would play you in a movie? I wrote down who I thought would play me and you. Oh, I only wrote down who I thought would play you. Oh, no, I need to know who you think would play you, too. Okay. Because it could be kind of vain or kind of funny. Okay. I think it'd be interesting. Okay. So, do you want to do me? What do you want to do? I want to do you first. Okay. I, there's only one person. I think I know who it is. Natasha Leone. Oh, no, I love that answer. I did not have that. I, I can't even look at her now without thinking of you. That is the highest compliment. So she's so skinty. I wish I could be skinty like her. The hair, like the quirk, it's just everything. Yeah, she has the best voice, though. I don't have that. <laughs> that I can't even do it. What does she say? Give me a line. I don't know. It's unconscionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Natasha Leone. That's, That's amazing. for me is you. Thank you. That's the highest compliment. You're welcome. I'm ready to be taken down. Who, who do you think would play yourself? Okay, so I had, based on like appearance and general vibe, A.D. Bryant. Oh. Right? Yeah, but I don't think she's, uh, no, I could see, I could see it. That's good casting. It's almost like, well, this is probably like the same age, same style of human. I don't know. I don't think it, it's a stretch. But I think Natasha Leone has the energy that I associate with you. Oh, okay. That's nice. I yeah. like that. Well, so I picked someone for the energy of me. Okay. But it doesn't really make sense uh, visually. Okay. Aquafina. Huh. Because I think she's a little quirky, a little rough around the edges. And everything I've seen her in, she's like oddly deep, but yeah. also funny. I right. think she's funny. And I just love her. And also, I've, <laughs> I've always been told my whole life that I have the voice, a really low voice. Mm. And she has a low voice. Also, it's Natasha Leone. So there you go. And then the third person I put for myself was just Jack Black. If we were going to just do anybody, it could be like my essence. Yeah, if we were going to say, who are you as a man? Yeah. I'd say Jack Black. Absolutely. Which is a great question. <laughs> who are you as a man? Yeah. I think... Picking someone for myself is really hard, but I've always thought Sandra Bullock. Well, that's good. Like, I mean, sure, she's older than me, but if you could get us at the same age, like, I think that would have been a good pick. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought she would play our friend Stacy. Really? She has, she has Stacy vibes. Well, then I can't, she can't play me. Well, I don't know, because in a lot of movies, she doesn't wear any makeup, and she's got, you know, the straight hair. I don't know. 
So are we going to say Lady Gaga's going to play me? <laughs> no, I wrote down one, if Amal Clooney was an actress. Oh, my God. Because she's so, like, poised. I'm not poised. And she's got that hair. I just talked to the mailman. <laughs> I don't think Amal is out there talking to the mailman with pimple patches on her face. No, she has, like, a Gucci scarf on. She's talking to the mailman. She's not, you know, fighting for human rights. And the other person in I put... In maternity leggings. Was Gwen Stefani if she acted. Because I... I, I think that you look like Gwen Stefani with a black wig on. I will never understand this. I think you look exactly like her. That's insane. <laughs> when I look at her, I see you. I like that you're really picking people who don't, don't act. act at all. I couldn't think of actors. Okay, who would I say is the male me? Ooh, that's a good question. What's the, Chris Evans? No. Why not? No. Who's the male you? Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trump. Troubled. <laughs> Darker than he means to be. Uh-huh. Not great in front of the camera, better behind. No, you're Ralph Macchio. Oh, right. <laughs> My husband thinks that me and Ralph Macchio are dead ringers for each other, even at this age. <laughs> so he calls me Ralphie. That's so funny. I mean, Sorry, I, didn't have I think we answers. learned a lot here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we're, we're sitting down to watch TV, what is like, let, set the scene. What has to be there for comfort? Food? blankies what are we doing my emotional support water bottle got it i don't i'm not drinking out of it (laughs) it has the same ice from four days ago but it's there for the emotional support i often have a blanket but i also like to just have a pillow on my lap i think that's from back in the day where i used to try and cover my paunch when i (laughs) sit down because i didn't want boys to look but now i'm like paunch out guns out all the time it doesn't bother me (laughs) did you ever used to do that no? Oh, it was just a fat girl thing. <laughs> so now I don't feel comfortable unless I have a pillow on my lap. Oh my god. And then for snackies, I usually often have a jar of pepperoncinis with me. You're so Italian. Yeah. And candy. Salt, little spice, a little sweet. Today for lunch, I had pepperoncinis and a yogurt tube. I'm really worried for your stomach. <laughs> you know what? The whole thing was 25 calories. Though. Oh my god. Just fat girl thing. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what's your setup? I think, like, obviously, weight. I need weight on me. So I yeah. need a couple blankets mm-hmm. and a dog on my lap. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I also need a 750 milliliter bottle of Diet Coke mm-hmm. or Diet Pepsi. I use the same things interchangeably, but a diet product beverage there mm-hmm. i'm gonna go for an old school throwback pick what a cup of croutons oh yep or a cup of bacon bits <laughs> if you put them together mm-hmm. it's basically it's, ba- it's basically a salad yeah it's but those are or maltesers are also my favorite <laughs> because i like to watch tv while chewing the lining of the chocolate off of every little ball and then mm-hmm. eating the balls i've witnessed all of these things yeah, I mean, it's not easy to have a, a palate like mine. No. Like, it's not for everybody. There was a time <laughs> in my life where I would just come to your mom's house and sit in your basement and watch TV with you every night. And there's a time in my life where all I had for dinner was croutons yeah. and Maltesers. It's a great night. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, a an either-or movie because I was like, I think we'll have to do an episode of comfort music. But yeah. would you rather have no new music for the rest of your life or no new movies? So I put no new movies because everyone just keeps remaking shit anyway at this point. So I don't need it. And like, there's probably like, what do you think? Like three good new movies every year. 
And yeah. not a lot of them get added to my roster of, of movies I'm going to rewatch. So I think I think I'm good with all that's ever happened at this point. <laughs> I don't need anything else in 3D. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't get to hear Taylor Swift's next album. That's what I said. Yeah. I'll jump off a bridge. So. I said I can't live in a world where Taylor Swift still creates content and I can't hear it. Absolutely not. I could do without the lore around it. But if she directs a movie, I'm okay skipping that. I don't know if you want me to leave that in or I, not. I love you, Taylor. I love you, but you can't. You can't have every. You can't have everything. But she can though. I know financially, you can do whatever you you can. If you want to be a director today, you can be a director. But maybe don't. We'll have to think about whether or not you want that <laughs> in or not. <laughs> She's gonna find us. She's gonna find you. Your turn. You skipped one. Oh, did I? Yeah. What's your weird comfort habit? Oh, I forgot. Go ahead. Oh, so one is, and actually, I don't even, I can't really watch these anymore because it's almost triggering at this point. When I was in my, like, lowest mental state, the only thing I could do was watch cookie decorating on Instagram to the point where my entire feed became cookie decorating. And I would just lay there in the dark and be like, oh, it's a bunny. (laughs) And that's all I did one time for a while. Wow. I was in my, like, most broken mental state. But another one thing I do, and that's even when I'm feeling okay, uh, to preface this, I'm not a Disney adult. Don't love Disney, but I love people's Disney vlogs. (laughs) People visiting Disney World, watching their vlogs, watching their joy. Yeah. It makes me want to go. Palpable. I'm... To the point where I literally tell Jeff stuff about Disney World. I'll be like, you can get a fast pass, but it's called Lightning Lane now. But you like, yeah. I know too much about Disney World. They live with a confidence and a, I don't give a fuck what you think that I wish I could adopt. Mm-hmm. Because they're just like, yeah, I love Disney and what? And I'm not, I'm not like that. No. Well, I'm not confident about anything. <laughs> not at all. No, no. And not enough to um, wear an outfit that's specific to a place when I go or not Disney bounding. Yeah. But that's such like a safe space to do it. I don't even think I'd wear ears. Oh, I have. Oh yeah. You have. I've seen the photo. I have. I don't know. Maybe I drank the Kool-Aid when I got there. I mean, you're, you're kind of the weird one if you're not right. That's true. That's Uh, I just like, I have, I get headaches. Sorry. (laughs) I get migraines. I can't wear it. I I have chronic pain. Sorry. I can't wear that. (laughs) Please don't judge me. But somehow I end up on that type of content. There's even, there's a guy on TikTok who fills my feed and I just must have hung on to a video a little too long who loves Winnie the Pooh. And he goes to Disney and he buys pins trying to get a mystery pin pack and one will be Winnie the Pooh. And then he made a lamp out of a Winnie the Pooh bobblehead. And then he bought a shirt with Winnie the Pooh on it. Why is that on my feed? Why am I watching it? But the feeds know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. They know what we need, not what we want. Earlier today, he came up and I swiped out of embarrassment, like swiped him away. Like, I can't be someone who watches a grown man find Winnie the Pooh stuff. But baby, you are. It's comfort. It is. I literally go like, ooh, what's going to be in his mystery pin pack? Oh, bother. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, those are my, those are my comfort. Habits. Comfort habits. Whenever I'm down. I think at least once a quarter, I rewatch Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> I there's no one greater. There's no one greater who mm-hmm. nailed Super Bowl performances more than she did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's one of them. I also like to watch people who go to Disney World on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I love, give me a house tour. Mm. I don't care if you filmed it yourself on your iPhone and you don't know how to edit it, I'll watch it. <laughs> Subsection of a house tour is people renovating old chateaus. It's like under the Tuscan sun where there's a middle-aged woman who's like, I've hit 50, I'm going to fuck up this French chateau and make it everything. And they have millions of views and I love it. They can't edit their videos for shit, but I am in on every single one following along. <laughs> My new one, which we've talked about, is falling asleep to ambient music from Lord of the Rings, (laughs) specifically The Shire, because there is nowhere more peaceful to be. Don't spend your money on one of those meditation apps. Go on YouTube, put on your TV for like sleep for like 60 minutes, just fall asleep to the delightful fiddle and pipe sounds of The Shire. (laughs) This is why we're not influencers. (laughs) No, but I think people would be into it if they were. Yeah. I know. When you told me that, I was like, that is genius. I'm going to start putting that on when I work because I put on like the ambient rain. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it makes me a little kooky because when it turns off and you hear the silence, it's a little unsettling. And you can't really do crackling fire or a babbling brook. You could. Yeah. But let's take it to the next level. <laughs> put that, that brook in the shire. <laughs> That's how I get by. I'm also heavily medicated, but that's okay too. (laughs) Whatever you got to do to get by, man. Yeah. Oh, what is the childhood movie that still hits you right in the feels? If you don't have the same answer as me. (gasps) I don't think I do. I'm going to be so disappointed in you. I don't think I do. This is the universal hit you in the feels, can't watch again childhood movie, Homeward Bound. Oh, there were so many directions that we could have gone with this though. What did you pick? Pollyanna. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen Pollyanna in so long. It makes me so happy because it's like that turn of the century time that I love. Mm-hmm. There's a dog named Elizabeth. I thought it had to be a sad. It is sad. She she falls out a window. <laughs> yeah. But Pollyanna, there's the scene where they go to the bazaar and there's all those cakes. And when I was mm-hmm. getting married, I told the cake person i was like have you ever seen the movie pollyanna (laughs) and i sent her images as inspiration Mm -hmm. um pollyanna i think just gets me like in a in a good nostalgia feeling Mm. but if we're going right in the fields where you're gonna ruin me homeward bound yes i thought you were gonna say land before time oh well (laughs) you know i hate dinosaurs that's a runner-up for sure but that's the saddest movie in the world that that is that's i feel like homeward bound though the puppies Peter, my boy. (laughs) I can't watch it as an adult. No. Thinking back on it, I don't know how I watched it so many times as a kid. And I can't watch it now because I know they're all dead. I know they're... I was about to say that. I know they're all dead. Old Yeller was one that I made me really upset as a kid, too. And Fox and the Hound. And Dumbo. And Lion King. Mm -hmm. I could just... People have turned off by now because they're like, they're crying. Secret Garden. Secret fucking (laughs) Garden. (laughs) There's a weird energy between the cousins, though. Am I right? <laughs> like, he's he loves her. And, like, when Dickon comes around, mm-hmm. he's, like, mm-hmm. he wants to marry his cousin. I probably could have. He could have, but, like, <laughs> that's a great movie. I watched it recently. It's troubling, though. It's something about it's unhinged. I was also attracted to the uncle, yeah. Archibald Craven. <laughs> and... He has like a hump on his back, <laughs> but that man owns several acreage of property 
And when I was scattering flowers for my garden, that's all I was doing was the merry throw. <laughs> Rain of flowers, to the flowers, all the flowers. <laughs> you just moved into that house and your neighbors are probably like, what the hell, Ooh, the hell is this? <laughs> Oh, gosh. That's amazing. Oh, man. That's an episode entirely just movies from our childhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somewhat like childhood is what made me think. Like, what is the movie when you think about, like, it's just, that was my, those are my teen years. That whole movie. <laughs> Mine is Fight Club. You mentioned Fight Club maybe once a day. I love Fight Club. I've seen it. That's a movie that I used to be able to, to say off by heart. All my MSN names so in it, he goes like, I am Jack's something, revenge or whatever. My MSN names were, I am, was always, I am Chrissy's. I am Chrissy Gamgee's. Yeah, I'm Chrissy Gamgee's something, something. I can't even remember what the phrases were, but I used to memorize it. Also, diehard Meatloaf fan and have seen everything Meatloaf has ever been in. And he's in that movie. Wow. Which brought me to it originally. And then I was like, never mind. The rest of this movie is amazing wow loved everything about it i was also like yeah the things you own end up owning you except i love things i love capitalism and i I love things i love to buy things shopping is my joy but i wanted to believe i was i was like that but yeah fight club 1000 percent. wow we would not have been friends in high school no but it got to the point where like the people who were my friends ended up knowing the movie off by heart as well because they they had to well they'd come over and i'd be like watching fight club and then they'd just get in my bed and watch fight club with me because that's all i did wow because i was depressed (laughs) my high school years were dominated by uh baz Luhrmann's romeo and juliet yes that for me as well. Oh my I, God, sometimes I forget. An, uh, an unhealthy obsession with that movie. <clears throat> yes. And I think, I mean, it's Leonardo at his best. I don't care yes. what anyone says. It actually really helped me out in high school and university because one year we did in high school, you have to do Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can do the prologue off by heart, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And I knew everything. Everyone was falling behind. And I was like, no, like, he's a Capulet. Like, you don't know what's happening here. Like, it, yeah, it was pivotal to my high school experience. And then, and the soundtrack? Amazing. Fantastic. I, oh, such a good movie. Baz Luhrmann has stumbled along the way. You know, when an artist makes art, it's not for everyone all the time. (laughs) Elvis, yeah. But, and then in terms of television, it was just pure sex in the city for me. Oh. All the time. We had, did you have the thing, the big box set? I know. I had individual seasons and oh. then I had special DVDs where it was like every episode about breakups. Every episode, like it was. How like did you, would, you get those? You would just buy them at the, at like a video store. You would buy them at the Shoppers Drug Mart. It was one disc with maybe four episodes that spanned all of the seasons. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I was not privy to that. That's why I think I hate the movies so much. This We will be covering it just like that, though. Yeah, sorry, guys. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. It's We're going to watch this season. We're going to hate watch it. Yes. Um, we I watched every episode last season twice. It's yep. something I don't understand why I have to watch it a second it's time. It's like old friends. It's old friends. Would but- you be friends with them now? No. But it's like an old friend telling you a story and your mouth is just open the whole time. Like, what? Uh, what? Yeah. You, oh, she fingered you in her kitchen. What? And then you peed the bed? And then you pee-peed on the bed. Yeah. 
after your hip replacement surgery. I think it's because there were so many more like moments in that in that revival that was like so visceral and like stuck in your brain. Like yeah. you can, I still can picture it. I don't like it. And Sarah Jessica Parker's a treasure. I think she is the one of the best Actors. physical comedians of all time. She yeah. is her timing impeccable. Her how she plays with her voice amazazing i still every time i wear scrunchies every day every time i put one on i go a scrunchie, scrunchie. A scrunchie. i am from macon georgia you just made I my am. day <laughs> honey did you hear that she out i was from new york city we love an sjpp love her love, in this home. love her and we will get into sex in the city one day it's too much it's, it's too, too much, much but also like let us know if you want us to we'll if do you, it if you want us to do an episode by episode minute by minute retelling of Sex in the City. In the words of Luke Danes, I'm in. I'm all in. But we might skip the first season. <laughs> Probably. We'll definitely skip the episodes where she still talks to the camera. And has brown hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, which fictional character... So this is... Oh, God. We have trouble, both have trouble with this. Which fictional character do you wish you could sleep with or have a relationship with? Those are two separate questions. Okay. Sorry. You have a, You just put a slash. I know. But in my mind, they're two separate questions. Okay. Who would you be in a relationship with? Uh, Danny Castellano. Yes. Danny Castellano, Theodore Lawrence, um, and Jess Mariano. Oh. Jess now. Current Jess. Yes. Okay. Because he writes books and that's kind of hot. Yes. Okay. My in a relationship with, all I have is Jack Black from The Holiday. I see that. Oh, I also had Mr. Big. What? Controversial. I was always a big fan. Big, big fan of Mr. Big. As was I. Did I do embarrassing things like put the guy I was dating in my phone as Mr. Big? Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> did I? And was his ringtone the Sex and the City theme song? Yes, it was. <laughs> but there's nothing remotely like boyfriendy about him. I the things that I find attractive in a man are one confidence and two I love the I'm just I'll take care of it. Like she has well, until he dies. She has no worries. True. You know, like she has nowhere to fall. There's always someone to catch her because he is he's all all encompassing. True. And I think I, I dated somebody like that where I was like, I just love that they could just bail me out. Yeah. Yeah. And that they want to. They I, don't really overlap into your world though, because he never did. They kind of existed in this bubble. Now, even in the revival. Now that you live with a man. I don't want him to. Yeah, and I live with a man 24-7. Doesn't that seem nice? When she used to complain, when she used to be like, I can put it, leave a toothbrush here. Honey, I'll bring my toothbrush home every night if it means his toothbrush. None of his shit's at my place. Oh, that sounds, that's sexy. That's sexy. Not sharing, not having men's things around. I know, but Aiden was the boyfriend. Like, I think everybody should make Aiden their model for a boyfriend. I think he's my third favorite. I love Jack Berger. He's oh, my third favorite. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Jack Berger is the best, but he's like an undeveloped Jess Mariano. Yeah. Like, I need his redemptive arc. Oh, God. Because it's like they made too much sense on paper, and then they were like, Ron Livingston's contract can't be renewed because he has other commitments. And they were like, let's fuck up this relationship. No. No. What's he doing now? Nothing. Bring him back. Why does it have to be now the new one? They're like, Aiden's back. I'm like, I I'm don't ex- I'm excited for Aiden to be back, but he also has kids and a divorce. I don't want that baggage for her. He's also been back so many times. True. He was in the second movie. We don't need any because more Aiden. Because people love what he represented. It was always Aiden and Big. 
I know. But now it's not fair that Batman's dead so the Green Hornet can take over. True. I don't think so. And if also people I want to sleep with, character wise, Joel Miller from The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pedro Pascal in general. Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal as uh, the Detective Pena from Narcos. And as the future hot gay cowboy. Oh, did I write that? Okay. <laughs> One thing everybody needs to know about me I love two men Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. I think that. The director found my Diaries. Tumblr <laughs> and was like, this sounds like a great idea for a script. I think it just proves that manifestation is real. Oh, so real. And if you want something bad enough. I uh, just haven't been challenging myself to manifest <laughs> it for the right things <laughs> this whole time. So those are your sleep with. That's my sleep with. Mine are Rip from Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, boy. Is he... Oh, he's my boyfriend. I love Rip. Like we're not okay. We're saying sleep with, but I mean more like a, a like a, a weekend away. Like it's gonna, it's not gonna cross over into real life, but you're gonna have a steamy affair. See, mine would be it's a steamy affair, and then I just never went home because <laughs> I, because I, Rip is just too good of a man. I love him, Rip. But he only likes crazy. I'd be so boring to him. No. You'd no. be okay. He likes cuckoo bananas. He he's so steady that he wants a wild horse. Yeah, you could you could take him for a wild ride. But if I was at home making him beans and stuff, he'd be so bored of me. No, I think he'd come back time and time again. Don't sell yourself short. I love Rip. Rip is good. And then I wrote also wrote that I would like to maybe a three way. I'd like to have sex with Patrick Wilson, Brady, Billy Crudup, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan in The Watchmen. Something about that movie has stuck with me for over a decade. Wow. Have you seen that movie? I have. These are very like, I mean, Patrick Wilson always is, is always. so fantastic. We'll always. get into this, but his tenure in Girls is your favorite. We'll get into it <laughs> another time. Billy Crudup is what Daisy Jones and the Six was trying to do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. That's There's why. never been a better looking man than him in Almost Famous. Absolutely. They cut, ca- oh. He captured it perfectly. He's he made me nostalgic for a time I wasn't part of. Yeah, and I wasn't also there. just the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I'd like to believe he made Kate Hudson who she is for sure. Yeah, and then Jeff. I've always loved Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but something about him in The Watchmen is really it's controversial. He does some things in it that aren't great, but he's thick. We love a thick boy. We love a. Th- we love a thickums. He's got a cigar, and that's he's he. That has been my number one for over a decade. What? No, I've never heard of this. There's no reason to bring it up. It's for just for me. <laughs> it's my private thing. Okay. And then one, I didn't have a character for him, but I love you know I my number one right now is Brian Tyree Henry. Oh yeah. But I, like as Paperboy, I don't know. I don't have like a character for him. Like it's just in in general. You do love him. I think we would be a good couple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would. He's he's you... so cute. He's so round. <laughs> <laughs> These are compliments. These are compliments. <laughs> Our last question. Top yeah. three rom coms go. So I wrote four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to do like the default 50 first dates, obviously. And then something's got to give again, obviously. One I haven't mentioned yet, which is on my list of like indie movies, is Away We Go. 
which I think is very underrated. Never seen it. I think a lot of people should see it. It's it's very quietly funny. It's like, Maya Rudolph, right? It's Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski and oh. Catherine O'Hara and Danny Castellano's in it. Oh, he Chris is Messina. Yeah, Chris the Messina. best Chris. The best. Oh, by far. Not even a competition. Chris Messina and Melanie Linsky are a couple in it. Wow. It's You just sold me on that. You should have led with that. Sorry. Heavy hitters. It's a great, great, super funny, very like emotional, heartwarming movie. I highly recommend. And then my last one is The Holiday, which um, I watch on repeat at Christmas time. These are great picks. Mine, number one, Crazy Stupid Love. Interesting. It's the movie I've seen in theaters the most. Yes. I love Steve Carell, like, am attracted to him, Mm -hmm. and I think Ryan Gosling is perhaps the best Canadian export we've ever had, including Mm -hmm. the fur trade and, what, maple syrup? Like, everything, Mm -hmm. and logging, like, everything that we've ever exported to the world, Mm -hmm. garbage compared to Ryan Gosling. And we can actually claim him because he's, like, from nearby. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ryan Reynolds, like... Other side of the country. He could be from anywhere at that point. Like, we don't know that. I still enjoy that he's Canadian, but, like, it's not... We're not in the same time zone. Number two. Mm -hmm. Pretty Woman. Mm. Like, we've talked about this. Richard Gere, Julie Roberts, Electric Chemistry. Mm -hmm. It's one of the first movies I can remember seeing. I was way too young, and I was sneaking downstairs to watch it. And then my number three rom-com, I think you'd have to go for When Harry Met Sally, just Mm -hmm. as, like, just purely because it's one of the best. That's where it all began. Really. Truly. And it it does hold up. It does. All these years later, it's still incredibly funny. And it's a little offbeat. It's not exactly like the other... People use it as this, like, default... But it's not. It's it's very different than other rom-coms. I think there's also, like, this isn't a com, but it's a rom-drom. <laughs> rom-drom, yeah. A rom-drom. Is it, what is it? Jesse and Celeste Forever. So I was going to guess that as your cry movie. It's one of, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, Chris Messina, great. <laughs> yeah. But it, that movie hits me so hard in the feels. Mm-hmm. Rashida Jones is delightful. I knew you were going to say that at some point. I, Did you? Yeah, oh, you should have bet I money. I used, used to love it so much. And I saw it once and was like, meh. Oh, no. It's so good. And I remember you're like, I watched it six times. <laughs> and when I didn't get it. When she says, I can't believe you're having a baby with someone else, like, mm-hmm. I, it breaks my heart. Aww. It's so good. Oh. But, like, also, she gets to be with Christmas Cena, so go. Go. Run. Run towards him. I was actually thinking, I know you have a hate of when people re-team actors together, mm-hmm. but you love Pretty Women and you love The Wedding Singer, so maybe you're okay with it? No, because... you hate Fifty First Dates? You don't hate I Runaway Bride? I don't hate Bride. it. No, I love... I said I make an exception for Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Yeah. I get why Adam Sandler wants to keep working with delightful women, Yeah, such as Jennifer Aniston and... Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. I would do it too. But if we're going to say what is their movie vehicle that makes you believe that they are like soulmates in some way, it's got to be Pretty Woman and it's got to be The Wedding Singer. Okay. Because that first initial spark mm-hmm. is what makes it. What are you going to say? Blended is the one that made me believe they belong no, it together? No, the rails at some point. Yeah. It definitely did. But I still say Runaway Bride. It's a delightful I film. I think that movie's got it. It's got pace. It's got everything. I think. I mean, it's got Faith Hill songs. 
Dixie oh. Chick songs? Dixie. <laughs> Christopher Maloney? I love Joan it. Cusack? You put a Cusack in any movie, I'm down. Absolutely. Any one of them. Sometimes there's both. Oh. Oof. Good ones. Oof. I love a Cusack. Let's, uh, let's definitely add that to the list of things to watch. Oh, it's already added. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're taking suggestions on Instagram. We will post the odd poll mm-hmm. um, about movies you want us to review. We'll do TV shows. We'll do whatever, whatever, wherever it takes us. Yeah, so let us know what movies you watch uh, when you're sick. What are your top three rom-coms? We'll share some on a future episode, and we might even review them. And if you have any opinions on the questions we asked today, we'll we'll say your you'll say your answers gladly. Yeah, because I'm I'm always curious what other people do because I always, I don't know are my answers basic are they like very weird I have no idea yeah I want to find my tribe with my with my answers yeah <laughs> so there's someone out there who's like Sicario so please be sure to like and subscribe leave a review five star reviews would help us a lot you can find us on what is it Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever Where, you get your podcast wherever you get your podcast and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Comfort Watch Pod yeah that's it that's all. We hope you learned a bit about us and feel like hanging out with us every week. And that you stay comfy. And cozy. (laughs) Bye. Bye.